Three shots, four part, I just do two, one pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo, new driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you fin do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view, it drew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs that's up high and two fingers pointed. The green jacket is going north of the border. Mike Weir has won the Masters. Sometimes these part three green look like an island. I plunge in and keep it on dry land. At least I'm a try man. I up with the five and might use the trap man. I got a chat man. I think a ball speed rate of that batsman and where that ball land. Okay, I am here with Anthony Spagnoli. Welcome to On the Screws podcast, Anthony. How are you doing today? I'm good, Mac. Thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on. Uh, we connected a couple weeks ago. Uh, so any of our listeners, uh, Anthony and I, we connected a couple weeks ago. I saw a post of this gentleman who has played all of the top 100 courses in Canada from 2018, 2020 on the score golf rankings. And I thought, uh, who better to have on the pod to kind of tell us about that. So Anthony, maybe I can pass it over to you. You can tell any of our listeners a little bit about yourself. I know you have a really incredible story. We can hop into some of the courses, a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, why don't you take it over? Sure. Yeah, Mac, uh, you know, I'm Anthony. I live just north of Toronto. And uh, to say that I'm a golf nut is an understatement. Um, you know, I've been uh, just blessed and pretty fortunate to uh to complete the score golf top hundred. It was uh, quite a journey. Um, you know, four years ago, I was diagnosed with severe PTSD. Uh, I've been a firefighter, a full-time firefighter in Bonn for, uh, 26 years now. So, um, anyhow, it, it was just, uh, you know, a really tough time, but I had golf to get me through it. Um, Jason Logan, our, our editor from, from score golf, uh, wrote uh, an article in terms of my my story and, and PTSD and how golf, uh, you know, really helped me get through it. Um, it's a great read, and uh, I think it helped a lot of people. Well, thank, thanks for, first of all, thanks for sharing that, Anthony. I will, um, I, I was lucky enough to read it. I'm going to drop a link, uh, in our bio. So anybody, um, or if you're watching this over on YouTube or listening to it in the car, when you stop, I'll put a link below. You can just simply go click it, read the story. It's, uh, it's amazing. And you and I, Anthony, we're having this chat on September 22nd. So as a firefighter, I want to, uh, want to thank you for your service. September 11th, um, was one of the biggest days in history for, you know, your brothers and whatnot. I know we're up here in Toronto. Toronto, but so many of your colleagues, I'm sure, made their way down. And and uh, so thank you so much for your service. And I'm glad that you found golf um, to kind of find some solace in. So it could be, uh, you know, on a lighter side, golf could create, you know, more, I, I guess, like mental strain on some people. But uh, I'm definitely somebody who loves just playing the game. Doesn't matter what the score is. Doesn't matter who I play with. I can play with anybody. Have a great time. And uh, you were able to kind of... Um, turn that into, I don't know what the best way to, to describe it is, but almost into this like massive feat of playing the top 100 courses in Canada. Now on the 2018 and 2020 list, how many overlapped were, how many total courses did you play on, uh, I guess, to make up that top 100? So on the 18 list, I believe there was five or six golf courses that uh, did not make it to the 2020 list. Okay. So- those were the courses, but in saying that, uh, some of them are just around the corner. So, yeah. um, a lot of times people might think, oh, well, it's only five courses, but when you're looking at, you know, the entire country, it could be in Vancouver, it could be in the East coast, it could be anywhere. So, uh, you know, it's still tricky to, to get both, uh, both lists completed. And you're a member over at TPC. 
I am. I'm a weekday member at TPC, so that's my home base. And, uh, you know, it's a great spot to play three top 100 courses and uh, obviously have, have great privilege and, uh, you know, playing across the country as a, as a panelist. Now, do you have a favorite of those three? I was I was lucky enough. I was uh, when we were chatting the other day. I mentioned uh, I carried a bag on the weekend at the uh, on the Heathlands course um, for the PGA Tour Canada, and I hadn't played there yet, and it was amazing. I thought the course was incredible. So um, you and I got to set up around, get out and play. But do you have a favorite of the three? Oh, we absolutely have to play. Uh, you know, it's uh, the hoot. Uh, I find the most fun to play. They're all three great. The hoot's the most fun. But I find the Heathlands is where you have to hit the most amount of golf shots. So right. uh, for me, it's, uh, you know, kind of either one is, uh, you know, kind of my favorite. There. And of course, when we were at the Heathlands, the uh, like I'm looking at a cement floor over on the side right now that I have my putting mat on and whatnot. And uh, it was like glass. Those greens were absolute glass when we were there. So. Um, I'm sure leading up to it, trying to play on those or right after it was not a whole lot of fun. Cause those guys that are, uh, we were kind of chatting about the different level. Like we're both, um, you know, lower handicaps, but those guys are, I, I couldn't believe some of the shots that they could make. So at Heathlands, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy to see them go that low. Anthony, um, what comes to mind is when was like the thought process to get you to or want to play the top 100 or, you know, what was it where you kind of, I guess, framed or formed that uh, idea to try and accomplish this huge feat? Well, you know, uh, when I got on the panel, uh, you know, thanks to my pal, Johnny uh, JW, Johnny Wolchinski, who was a current panelist. And, uh, you know, we met one day at, uh, at the pulpit and, uh, kind of became instant, uh, best friends. And, um, you know, once I got on the panel, it just seemed like a really neat goal to say, you know what, I just want to cross them off as I, uh, you know, as I play them and let's see how far I can get. Um, you know, at that point, uh, it was only Robert Thompson uh, that had uh, completed a top 100 and uh, my my pal in Edmonton, uh, Luke, um, who was close and, and has accomplished that as well. So I thought, man, I want to do it too. So I just kind of started uh, little by little and here we are. And so you had you had taken a little bit of time off work and and um I guess to be able to create some of that and I know that we had talked a little bit about some of the travel that uh that went into kind of me like I it's hard for me to fathom playing not just the top 100 but we're the second biggest country in the world right so it's the or at least I think that's still accurate but uh, the the span that you have to travel I'm thinking of some of the guys I follow um Michael can so he plays on the PGA Tour Canada and he's been vlogging for about 50 days going from all the way out in PEI they play Dunderave and are making their way all the way out to uh I think they have a BC stop this this weekend coming and the amount of kilometers traveled so what was that like for you know, how is that to plan that kind of thing for yourself? Um, like you have a family as well and trying to kind of map all that out. What are some of the struggles or even some of the highlights that you've had? Sure. So, uh, I mean, first of all, I have a very accommodating and uh, loving wife uh, that uh, is uh, allowing me to, uh, to be away from, from her and the kids and, and stuff. Uh, I was off work for a period of time, uh, you know, doing intense therapy, which I'm, I'm still doing, but I am back at work now. Um, but it, it's, it's unreal, the amount of uh, planning involved in, in one of these trips. So 
first and foremost, reaching out to the golf courses that you're looking at playing. Um, so let's say, you know, we're flying out west, you know, you try to have a, a plan of, you know, maybe eight or ten courses that you want to hit. Obviously, you have to reach out to the courses to see what days work best for them. Um, and then from there, your travel plans. Uh, you know, I, when I flew out to Edmonton, I remember flying out there the next morning playing Royal Mayfair, Blackhawk in the afternoon. Then the next morning driving four hours to Jasper, looping around there twice. Um, next morning, head over to, to Banff, played Banff. Then drove down to uh, play both Wolf Creek, then kept driving down, played uh, uh, Stewart Creek across the Calgary Golf and Country Club for the afternoon, and then uh, back to Edmonton for Northern Bear Royal Mayfair, and then, uh, you know, a red eye home. So that kind of, uh, you know, gives you an indication of not only how tough it is to plan it, but uh, it's a lot of lot of golf and, and uh, driving and flying in between. I know anybody watching on YouTube right now is seeing me try to count these rounds up on my hands and I got shoes on down here, but uh, yeah, we, we got into somewhere probably in the, at least 140 golf holes in those, uh, in those, what that was inside a week, I guess. So um good for you to good for you to be able to do that because that is that is absolutely incredible and and i guess a lot of like your conditioning as being a firefighter would help you kind of be able to play those i know like when i play a few rounds of golf i'm starting to you know i'm not that old and i'm already starting to feel it right so yeah for sure for sure it hurts and even uh sometimes you're you're at the mercy of uh hoping things work well travel wise i mean i was just out east you know, flew into Charlottetown. Now with COVID, everybody gets rapid tested there. So you're hoping, you know, you're not uh, right. asymptomatic. And, you know, played uh, Crowbush, Dunderave, Green Gables, three rounds of Cabot, and then overnight ferry to Newfoundland. But with Hurricane Larry, we, you know, the kept getting, the ferry kept getting canceled. So luckily uh, it didn't the night we were going across and then uh, played Humber Valley. So a lot of planes, trains, and automobiles for sure. And in Humber Valley, I think that's where you capped it off. That was your post that you had made um, on Instagram, right? That is correct. Right. That was, that, the- that, that was pretty cool and, and uh, must have definitely been a pretty emotional time. Um, do you remember where Humber Valley's ranked? I haven't been out to Newfoundland before. I've been down as far as uh, – well, I've been to Meat Cove, so I've been as far east as we can go on uh, on the mainland here, but I haven't been over to Newfoundland yet. Um, was Humber Valley – It was it was up there? Correct. I, I think it currently sits uh, low twenties or high teens. I'd wow. have to double check, but uh, yeah, it's it's always a, a staple on the on the top hundred for the last uh, bunch of years, and it was uh, yeah incredible to uh, to end it there. For sure. Nice. I know I've got a follower on Instagram. Um, I follow him as well. I think his name's Fairway to Golf. He's from Newfoundland, and we've chatted a lot about some of the courses out there on the rock and and just how beautiful they are. And uh, I noticed that he had posted he had played Humber Valley. So before we go any further, I got to thank your wife because without her, we wouldn't be having this conversation. My wife is a golfer as well, um, and we just gave uh, gave birth to a, she just gave birth to a newborn. Um, so we had him out at the range the other day. So he's uh, not even a couple weeks old. He's already had his first range experience. So, um, very, very integral part going into, uh, you being able to play all these and ultimately share this story with us and with everybody else. So, um, can I ask you a bit now you're on the panel for score golf, 
what some of the criteria would be for these courses to rank where they do? Um, and is it different if it's a public course uh, as far as because there's the top 59 public list and then there's the top 100 in Canada. Is there any difference between the two? No, the rating's the same. Uh, the criteria is uh, beauty, strategy, design, challenge, par threes, par fours, par fives, uh, and fun and condition. Okay. So we, we use that criteria for all golf courses that we rank, um, whether it's you know public or private. Uh, the, the the criteria is the same. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit because I mentioned that one of my favorite courses, and I've mentioned it in the pod in the past, uh, is Black Bear Ridge. So I'm lucky that it's only about 45 minutes east of me, and it's it's perennial, one of the top condition courses in Canada. And I find I really, really enjoy the better condition courses. Um, is there any that sort of stick out a little bit, or is it different because you played so many that are, you know, more Parkland style, and then there's more kind of uh, Lynx style? Is it is it hard to like? differentiate the two you're saying in terms of condition yeah yeah like i'm always i'm always really fascinated by really good condition courses so i guess i'm i'm sort of asking you if you've got any that stick out in your mind and do you find them to be more maybe parkland style or more link style that are typically in better condition honestly it's uh it's a mix uh it really is i mean uh, condition wise i mean goodness pretty much uh most of the top 100 i guess so are are incredible um you know when you get into the national golf club of canada st george's coppinwood you know the pulpit or even cabot like i mean i could rhyme off you know the whole list really uh condition is is uh is usually really really good right i've uh, seen both i've seen a couple photos i've got a friend who used to work at goodwood and uh, i've seen a couple very uh few and far between exclusive photos of that club so that um that is kind of one that i've seen very few photos but as soon as i see it i understand why it's on that list it is uh it looks absolutely immaculate um i wanted to ask you so through this whole journey how how long have you been going at this now anthony so uh yeah i began i guess 2016 where i kind of started uh you know trying to play as many as i could uh covid obviously the last couple of years right. have been a bit weird with covid so our, our trip uh you know kind of was supposed to end last june but got postponed three times uh so we finally got it done but uh yeah it's been a you know been a six-year journey to complete the top 100 and uh you know the last kind of four after uh, the diagnosis were uh you know, it was, was pretty cool to have that as a, you know, something to focus on and, uh, you know, kind of uh, get my mind off of, uh, you know, maybe negative things. Well, golf is so great for that. Like, I know I I make light of it saying, you know, golf can be such a challenging sport. It can be so difficult and so tricky. But there's been so many times where, like, I remember even uh, with a good friend of mine, Chef, he's been on the podcast in the past. I call him Chef. His name's Mike McKay. If you're ever out in this area in Clarendon, he uh, owns the top restaurant in the area named Three Six Kitchen and Lounge. He's sponsored a giveaway before with us. Really great guy, incredible golfer. And um, right before the the baby was born, we're waiting, so we're we're kind of just waiting. I'm sitting around. We got a little nine hole track uh, just next door, so we went out and walked it. And uh, that was kind of what he said. He said, "Who cares what you shoot? Um, I think I shot okay. I think I shot in the 38, 39 range, which is pretty typical there." But he said, uh, "We're just out playing golf, and it's just kind of like to take your mind off of it. It's just one of those things where 
you know, there can be so much enjoyment. You can meet so many new people. And, you know, I, I remember, um, telling a story about this, uh, I played around a golf this year with a younger, younger guy. He was 16 years old. It was actually around his birthday. He was with his grandpa and it was his first round of golf he's ever played. I think I shot on our, uh, nine hole course. I think I shot one under, it might've been my best round of the year, uh, on nine anyway. And, um, keep in mind, I play this course a lot. So I kind of know where I'm going whenever I, or if I miss hit any, I kind of know how to, how to regroup, but, um, he probably shot, I don't know, like 130, but he had a great time. And uh, it was really cool to kind of meet him, play his first ever round with him. And it's just kind of nice that you can, um, you know, like you mentioned, thank you for sharing. But I, I guess just find like a, a release in golf or, you know, a bit of therapy in it as well. Okay, Anthony. So you've played the top 100 courses in Canada um, on the 2018, 2020 list. Would you mind sharing um, a couple highlights? Like I know there might be a ton, but uh, would you mind sharing uh, maybe one or two highlights, um, favorite times over those uh, over the journey? Oh my goodness, uh, that is such a difficult question. For sure. Um, I've had so many great memories across the country. Um, you know, with John, who I've traveled uh, most of the trips with, and, uh, you know, my friends and fellow panelists, people I've met that I've played, you know, different courses with and special clubhouses. But, um, you know, if I had to say, uh, you know, the most special memory would, uh, you know, be playing Humber Valley uh, just last week, finishing the, the, the list on that golf course. Um, you know, it's so far away. I knew, you know, I'd, I'd one day be there. Um, but to uh, drain that final putt on top of that, uh, being able to share it with John, his wife Janet was there, and the owner of Humber Valley, uh, you know, we, we had a few drinks to celebrate. And, uh, yeah, it's a, a special moment I'll, uh, I'll never forget. All right. And not during the journey of playing the uh, score top 100, but uh, you've met the King before, Anthony. Can you share the story about uh, meeting Arnold Palmer? Oh, man, that was uh, such an incredible day for me. Um, you know, a good friend of mine, Reggie Millage, uh, who's the provincial coach for Team Ontario, uh, has a great buddy uh, who's a member at Bay Hill, hooked me up, met him down there. I got to the parking lot. It was still dark because I just, you know, didn't want to, you know, miss the day. Of course. And uh, you always hear about, you know, Mr. Palmer floating around and they know where he is every second of the day, but it was a weekend and, uh, you know, we didn't quite know. So long story short, you know, we played the whole round. We're in the locker room having a few drinks and, uh, you know, I said to Eric, well, I guess, uh, I guess it's just not meant to be. So, I'm on my way to the parking lot and I uh, see a, a power car parked on the grass in front of the pro shop. And I look, the bank says Arnold Palmer. I, I just kind of, you know, peeked my head. And as I did that, he did as well. And we kind of looked at each other and I stepped back and I'm like, oh, my God, that's Arnold Palmer. And, you know, I kind of did it again. And I'm like, well, I better go uh, say hello because he probably won't come say hi to me. <laughs> so uh, I went up to him and I was you know what? I, I couldn't even speak. I was just uh, so in awe of meeting the king and uh, being able to take a couple pictures with him. And, and uh, you know, his daughter was taking the picture and she cared so much, wanted to make sure, you know, the lighting was perfect. And uh, man, oh man, that was just uh, surreal for me. Yeah, I have not been lucky enough to, uh, or I was not lucky enough to, uh, to meet him. Um, but 
some of the uh, the past guests that have kind of had the same uh, comments and just how much, you know, he cared would take, you know, all the time that he needed out of his day, which I'm sure we're very busy all the time to, uh, to, to you know, kind of connect and make you feel important, right? So what a great story. Um, it would be like I was thinking when we were chatting a little bit earlier, I was thinking, you know, you go all day and you think, oh, I'm leaving the course. I'm not going to do it. And then he's sitting there in the golf cart. Pretty amazing. That's a great story. And uh, you were lucky enough to get that photo you mentioned. So, again, over on YouTube, I'll uh, I'll drop a photo so anybody can uh, can have a look at it because what a memory. Pretty amazing, Anthony. If you were, um, you know, to go out and play any course, um, could be in Canada, anywhere else, whatever it may be, and you got to pick your dream foursome, Anthony, what would that dream foursome be? Uh, it'd be uh, Tiger, Phil, and Arnold Palmer. I love it. I love it. So it's all about golf, and uh, man, that would be absolutely incredible. You know, it would be hard for me not to pick those three. I would love to play around with with John Daly. Um, like I grew up in the kind of the John Daly, like he was very uh, polarizing, you know, in that era, I believe. And while Tiger Woods has said it, John Daly is the most talented golfer of all time, not necessarily always applying those talents, but to be able to do what he does with the uh, limited amount of practice and, and uh, work that goes into his game is is pretty incredible. I've got a pair of sh- uh, signed shoes. You can't see them over here, but uh, I've got a pair of these from John Daly, which is pretty cool. So I uh, I would I would love to fit him in somewhere. I think I would maybe fit him in, and then I would just caddy. It would be pretty cool. But those those three. I would love to get out and golf with them. I know in the past um, I've had Jeff Tate. He's the um, CEO of and owner of Triple Bogey Brewing. So he's mentioned that he had a personal relationship with uh, with Arnold Palmer. They carried the line. He used to be involved with a company named Quagmire Golf um, back in the early 2000s. And then they carried the Arnold Palmer Canadian line. So uh, what we do here, Anthony, is called the Swing Oil Segment Hydrated by Triple Bogey Brewing. So I just fire a couple questions to you. Layups really just want to learn a little bit about yourself, about the golf, and, you know, six years of playing every uh, course in the top 100 in Canada. Um, want to try and find out a little bit about it. So in that journey, have you ever had a hole-in-one? Not in that journey, but uh, I did have a hole-in-one uh uh, with my buddy Brendan playing uh, uh, Bond Head North, just, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, so I guess it is through the journey because it was, uh, you know, three years ago. So Hey, it is, a, it is the golf journey. I have had one. Um, this year I have had some, I don't want to use the word scares, but I, I almost got one actually at Dundas number five, 345 yard par four, and I hit it to about a foot and a half. So I, Anybody who likes talking golf with me, I just I feel like I have to tell that story. Um, but uh, I've got a couple um, on some you know par threes and whatnot at my home course. Uh, I've got two within a within a couple inches, but I've been hunting it ever since I was thirteen. So kind of one of the first years of serious golf for me. Got a hole in one. Thought the game was easy and <laughs> been chasing it ever since. Um, it's it's not easy. I've I've hit the pin last year. That rolled off to like six feet, but haven't dropped one yet. So still, still hoping to do so. Um, favorite snack at the turn? Uh, the sausage on a bun at Copper Creek. Okay. I was going to actually ask you what course it was at too, because you have such an extensive list. So a friend of mine, Sam McKees played Copper Creek, said it was absolutely beautiful. I have not been out that way yet, but uh, I definitely will have to be in, uh, 
maybe if you remember your lowest round over this past journey on one of these courses uh, in the top 100, do you remember kind of a highlight round where it kind of was all going together for you? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, that's a tough one. Eh? You know, when, when I'm out ranking and stuff like that, uh, you know, like I'm so focused on the criteria, right. taking, picture, taking notes that, uh, you know, sometimes the, well, the score is really secondary, uh, you know, trying to do my thing. But, uh, oh, man. I, I honestly, I know I was a few under, I think, at uh, St. Thomas. But, wow. Uh, yeah, Good for I you. I can't think of. Uh, hey, hey, that's a nice score. That's a nice score. I like that. Uh, favorite tee shot in Canada? Well, favorite tee shot, it's got to be for me the uh, number one at the, the pulpit. Uh, I just think uh, no matter how many times I play that uh, that golf course, you step onto the first tee, and I think I take the same pictures uh, every single time I get there. So it's a neat tee shot. Uh, yeah, probably my favorite for sure. Anybody who hasn't seen it, I'm going to go over to your Instagram, Anthony. I'm going to grab a photo. I'm going to drop it right here. So if you're not watching this over on YouTube, go do so. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to grab a couple more to, uh, to, to put on here too, because you've got some amazing, uh, amazing, uh, shots on your Instagram page. So anybody who is not definitely go over and check it out as well. Favorite golf beer. Oh, triple bogey for <laughs> love it. Um, love it. The only, time, the only time I want a triple bogey is if I'm drinking beer, not, uh, not on the scorecard. You and me both. You and me both. Thank you, Anthony. That is the triple bogey swing oil segment hydrated by triple bogey brewing. So, um, this is Anthony Spagnoli. You've played the top 100 courses in Canada over the past six years. What a journey. Um, I'm just so happy that you said uh, you'd come on the pod and, and kind of chat about it. I'm really happy to be able to share it with everybody. You've got a really incredible story. So again, I'm going to link it below. Um, anybody who wants to learn about your journey, Anthony, where can they get a hold of you? Um, I know right away you kind of messaged me back and we got chatting golf. We got on a call the other day for about an hour chatting golf. Really, uh, really easy too. We got to get out and play. But if anybody's looking to get a hold of you, wants to hear about uh, any courses or planning any trips, could use any ideas, uh, where's the best place to reach you? Absolutely. You know, send me a DM on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, it's obviously my name, Anthony Spignoli, but, uh, I'm always happy to chat with anyone about, uh, golf trips, uh, where to go, where to stay. And, uh, and even just learning more about how we, uh, how we rank and rate, uh, you know, it's not just the top hundred. We, we visit, uh, so many other golf courses that have, you know, potential or you've heard of that are good, whether they're public, private, uh, we really try to, you know, see as much as we can. So yeah, send me a DM. I'm, I'm more than happy to, to talk golf anytime. Right. And I, uh, I know when we were chatting, I kind of pumped the tires of Port Hope uh, Golf Club. So they're out here, one of the oldest clubs in Canada and uh, right on the water too, which is great. So uh, it was it was kind of nice to sort of chat and get an idea of the criteria and how you kind of go about that. It was it was really cool. Anthony, um, anybody also who's looking to, to get you on Instagram, I will link it below. So you can just go right down below you here. It's going to say Anthony Spignoli Instagram. You can just click that. It's going to take you to one of the best golf pages you're going to see. Uh, photos all over the country absolutely incredible you got to go check it out and as usual thanks for following ots golf on instagram and over here on youtube at on the screws podcast thanks a lot anthony really appreciate you coming on can't wait to play around with you i think it's gonna be a great time uh thanks mac i appreciate it and look forward to it He's out in my ball and of course I tee up. I lose the ball and I re up. I 
I'm Mr. Fairway, I probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach. And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it. Second was blind, I ain't see it. Feel like it might be an average.